Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew, Up Dog Fala. My boy. How Welcome doing, back. Buddy? Welcome back from uh, back. Viva Viva Las Vegas, my friend. You'd be proud of me. Three nights in Vegas, only went out one night. I don't know if I'm proud of you there. I just, you know, well, like, I that, like to go when I'm there. Isn't hey? that like uh, a step in the right direction for... Yeah, yeah, no, I think you, uh, you went in trying to accomplish a few different things, a little different than what you go in for most times. Usually just a good old fashioned bender. <laughs> you know, you had, to, you got a golf game in. I did. I did. Shocked to hear that Friday night after the golf game didn't end up getting sliding somewhere. To, well, you know, I went in limping. So as much as I'm patting myself on the back here, I got fucking just gooned with you on Thursday night. <laughs> gooned. You did. Yeah. yeah. By rights, though, we had, uh, <laughs> you know, we saw our boy Frosty came in. We took him for some sushi. Yeah, it was great. The Devils were in town. We knew that they were going to lay a smack down on the Ducks. What a pick. Good pick. Yeah, pick. that was my Friday night lock of the week. Yeah. Taking me to 7-1. We'll talk about that shortly. Uh, but a nice time seeing our boy. Tough to get home there. Yeah, tough. I, I didn't want to leave. It was like when 1 o'clock. When and did we're you like, leave? I think I left at about 1. <laughs> where'd we end up? I know we made a little pit stop at fucking that restaurant. And then where'd we go after that? Back to the Goose? Yeah, we went to the Goose. Yeah. That's right. Goose is always good to us. Wild Goose. It was a good time. I spent most of my Sunday there. I got there at 9 a.m. for Sunday football. I and saw I, that. I stayed early. till uh, 6. <laughs> <laughs> I was there 9.30. No, I know. That's a lie, actually. I was there at 10, 10.30 for the opening game. Bills, yeah, who fucking... Uh, fucked me. I know. They fucked me, too. And I stayed till uh, about 5.30, 6 o'clock. Had to get home for dinner with the kids. I mean, I took Bills first half... First half uh, minus nine, and then they were just rolling. That pass that would have made it twenty-one nothing. They review it. The fucking tip of the ball touches the fucking turf. No good. They kick the field goal, and then all of a sudden, Miami that quarterback turned into fucking Tua. I was oh, like, yeah, what's going did. on here? It looked like Mahomes out there. And then a fumble. Like I loved, I love Allen, Josh Allen. I love it. But quit holding it like a fucking piece of like bread, like a loaf of bread. <laughs> I know. Like Burrow, you watch Burrow. Everywhere, yeah, he, everywhere he goes, he protects it. Yeah. Allen's like this, running around. The like Veteran guys and guys living amongst their years, like a burrow, they they know when to go down. They know when to take a sack. Take a fucking sack and you hold know, on the, the nugget The 17 nothing first, well, second quarter, deep bomb that was just uncalled for, which was their first 
Pick. Uh, interception. It's just not, you don't need to do that. You just toss it out of bounds and live to see another day. <laughs> I, I'm not a quarterback here. I'm not going to tell Josh Allen how to quarterback, but I am. you're 17, nothing. You know, the spreads fucking 13 and a half. You know, the boys are betting on you and just, half of Buffalo, just, if not the whole city. Can like, fucking beat the spread. Come on, bud. Think about us degenerate gamblers out there. All right. Look up the scoreboard and say, hey. I mean, listen, I was worried about the Bills D. Their yeah. D looks shitty. I thought they got, you know, Von Miller's obviously not coming back. I just thought their D looked not as I mean, if Miami can do that to them, what's Kansas City and Cincinnati gonna do? Who do they play Cincinnati next week, right? It's a it's a rematch of the Hamlin game. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be a big game. Wow. That's crazy. A lot of eyes on that. I can't wait. But you're right. Joe Burrow, I mean, they didn't have a great start either. But you just knew that their team, they're going to, you know, Super Bowl, you know, finalists last year. They're going to come in and they're going to fucking compete. And Burrow's, you know, protects protects the ball, knows where each down is, like where he is with this and and where they stand currently, and plays the game like that, looking straight ahead. Josh Allen is just a kamikaze motherfucker right now. That's what I love about him. Yeah. Uh, but when you're like, fuck, buddy, just hang on to the nugget here. Like, you don't need to force it down the field. And I, I bought the Bengals down from eight to seven. How great is Vegas at the sports books, by the way? Just sit there, literally go six, over, give your fucking cash. Half. Like, here you go. You did. I bought it to six and a half. You bought it down a point and a half? Yeah. Thank wow. God, because they won by seven. They won by seven. I pushed. <sighs> yeah. It Those was sports nice. books are great, though, aren't they? We're just sitting there in Vegas. So is that what you did? So, so yeah. Vegas, you good trip. Played Summit. How was Summit? Summit's a great track, man. Yeah. Herbie, shout out to my boy Herbie. He's a beauty. Fuck, sorry. Herbie Sunday was getting drunk with him Sunday. I saw him last night having having Mexican at uh, the place right by your old house, the one on the corner, El Ranchito. El Ranchito. Yeah, saw Herbie in there too. He came to say hi to the kids. You'll see him a lot of places that serve alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to drink. He likes I, to gamble. I, somehow I'm finding myself in a lot of places that serve alcohol lately too. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, the dry, the, slippery slope. The dry January didn't last very long. No. I fell off the wagon hard. But I'll tell you what, one thing I did do that was cool and i don't know if you guys i'm sure some of our listeners are ufc fans if you have the opportunity to go check out that ufc apex shout out to billy quinn again who hooked it up i mean this is this is the ultimate mma experience it's man. like watching a street fight right uh, it's just the experience dude you how put, many you, people are in there not many not many like it's like a it's like fucking villa back in the day in hollywood when there was just about 100 people in there 90 so you say about girls. 100 i don't know maybe a little bit more okay, okay. I, I don't even really know where to guess i would say probably is it in the basement there's no of some more, hotel? There's no, there's where, no where more than it? 500. It's at the UFC Apex, which is their offices that are oh, right beside sweet. their fighting institution. Gotcha. So you pull in, you come through the gate, you're like, foul up, Billy Quinn, come on in, park, come in, get your VIP ticket. Then you walk in and they have a, a turnaround or step and repeat yep. with the belt. You get in there, the guy, the guy counts it down like... Like buffer style. Three, two, one, smile. You're like, you meet that guy. There's a couple of UFC guys <laughs> hanging out. Brittany Palmer walking oh, by nice. uh, uh, how are you how are you Brittany? Did you get her and, digits here <laughs> I didn't, she was on she was going up show style so we sat right behind <laughs> right behind her like right behind her and she was on her phone not even watching the tilts cool but uh yeah beautiful lady and then you get in there food booze all included and then you walk out and your seats it's right there it is how about like a rag to wipe off the sweat and the blood that gets poured on you when you get when those guys get hit there was one spin- you feel like you're in their corner kind of not quite that close but you're just at a perfect angle like they set it up perfectly that you're sitting up there and you're just looking at it the one guy the one guy fucking got drilled and spit sweat kind of went like (laughs) oh it's like watch my jameson ginger ale there but it's like (laughs) 
But it was great, man. I mean, the card wasn't spectacular, but for me, like, I text Loops right after. I'm like, we gotta try it again. So if you're ever out there you're looking for experience, I would say Up Dog. Even a guy like you is not a diehard. You would be like, holy shit, yeah. this is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, after that first fight, that Chandler. Gaith G, I don't know if I could ever see a fight again. Like that was just if you were to watch if you were to watch Chandler Gaith G at the Apex that that fight at MSG you put it in that Apex. I don't even know if I could have handled it. It would have been like, whoa, this <laughs> is this is too much. That because that fight even at MSG was crazy. Yeah, that was one of the funniest things ever. Like, is that how they all are? Is that how they all are? <laughs> hey, you got a little music festival over there. You're you're, you're itching about. Oh, what's Joe the, D what's sent the, the, what's the well, music festival. All that talk with with Longer. By the way, great interview with Longer. Longer's a beauty, man. You know beauty. One question I didn't want to, I didn't get to ask him. I wish I did. Yeah. After watching, um, you know, the three games on Sunday and just like fucking that intense. When the fucking ball, when the ball's fumbled and the guy jumps on it, what, like what's the craziest fucking story of, of oh, ripping a guy's eyeball out or just breaking <laughs> his finger or because it's that's like when football is just crazy, right? It's like a barbarian, like get that ball. Rip his guy's hand goes. up, grab his nuts, fucking I'm sure break his. I'm sure there's some nut grabbing going on. Down yeah, there. so so just like, what is it like, and what's the craziest time you've ever got the ball or tried to rip it out of the guy's hand? Like that's yeah. that's. And like, if you're if you're on the bottom of that, like, how hard is it to breathe? Are you like, yeah, fuck, get off of me, kind of. So thing. it's like thirty seconds long. You yeah. know, like so, I'm sure in his day and all football. That's a guy, great question. We should have asked him. That fun, but anyway, no, all the talk of Bonnaroo. We have uh, the festival, and and this is, hits our era big time, my my man. Um, yeah, which is going to be, which is going to hit our era. May 13th. Uh, and it's called, it's festival just like heaven fella. And just it's like heaven. I mean, let's just talk. This is right up our alley. We got empire of the sun, Love hot chip, M 83, MGMT star fucker. You love that. Band. Well, I love them all. Yeah. The sounds. Yeah. 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 As bravery caribou. Great. I mean, if you're an indie guy from the mid 2000s to 2012, which this is, a lot is of our right li- up, which is out. a lot of our listeners. What do you what totally. do you what do you think our demographic is? Uh, I would say it's the what 20 age? to 40, 35 to 40. On our social media anyways. Yeah, I've been looking up social media stuff because I'm trying to learn how this racket works. <clears throat> And yeah, so a lot of these people that, you know, if they, they're our age, they probably listen to this. So did you, did you see MGMMT? MGMT. They're sick. Sick. M83 is nasty. Awesome. The bravery is unreal. Hot chip is badass. Empire of the sun. So anyways, for the beauties that are, you know, if you're in the area, Do you remember? We, the one we went to was in Long Beach. Yeah. I've never been to the Rose Bowl. They just met. It's, the Rose Bowl's a little, it gets a little sticky up there. Yeah. Pasadena. It's tough to get up there. Do you remember watching Empire of the Yeah, S- Binger. I know what you're talking about. You're from Pasadena. Rose Bowl's one of the most beautiful stadiums in the world. Yeah, but I'm talking about like how many, how many. Pasadena's a great city. Great how, town. How many pissers and everything? Like, where am I going to go to take it a piss? It feels like you're taking a piss in the Roman fucking. Yeah. Uh, the, you it's know. a little antiquated. You, yeah. yeah. You leave the stadium and it's just outside, like, one concourse that's outside around the whole stadium. To piss? Giant bowl. Yeah. Oh. Do you remember when we were, you know, you do some psychedelics, <laughs> you try to go piss, you get lost, you don't know where you are, you think you're in fucking ancient Rome, come back, bunch OB, of babes. you do have yeah. to, I will say this, go to Lucky Boy, get their breakfast burrito in Pasadena. You'll, yeah. You'll we'll be see, the best there breakfast we go. There's some inside gotten. info. Brekkie burrito. I don't think I'll be hungry right when I'm heading into the, th- <laughs> maybe if I, can I stay the night at your house and we'll go get one of the Let's morning? pregame at my house. We'll go. I mean, this is a great lineup, up dog. This is. Do you remember when we saw Empire of the Sun side stage at Bonnaroo? I do. The guy had the makeup just all in his eyes, and <sighs> he couldn't quite he couldn't quite keep his eyes open. But was he kept great? he kept the note. This his is fucking unbelievable. White makeup was all in his eyes, and he's just like, ah, fuck. 
It says featuring how long something live podcast. See that at the bottom? I can't read it. Um, it says. How long gone live podcast featuring? Oh, I see that. But uh, you can count on me registering the boys here, getting us a couple tickies to this. Saturday, May 13th. So that's right after uh, Rufus DeSoul is playing Cabo, May 5th. I'm going. K Wash's birthday. I'm going. And I'm fucking Billy. If you're listening, I need your pad. (laughs) Keep the door open. Enrique, leave it open, buddy. (laughs) Leave it open. But this is an unbelievable festival. Unbelievable. Yeah, so we got to be doing that. So who's these people? They just 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 people that love these bands that say, hey, it's been because that was what, probably 10 years ago since we've since we saw that or longer. How long ago was that? No, that's probably I only know this because Flowers came and it's we haven't been hanging out with him for 10 years. <laughs> um, I would say that's probably six years ago that we did that. Wow. Six, six is that seven. it? Yeah, it is because, yeah, 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 yeah. I we just remember seeing humming. the big guy. I was walking with a couple of girlfriends of mine and obviously the big guy's seven footer and he's, yeah. and I'm like, you know where you're going? And he's like, I'm heading that way. Home. So I'm like, all right, as long as you know where you're going, big boy, you go enjoy your walk. So God, he, I just missed getting lost at festivals with the boys. Huh? Well, I mean, you're going. To, we're going to Bonnaroo, aren't we? 100%. Friday, Saturday at Bonnaroo. Are you, if you're listening and you want to fucking see the boys in prime, prime shape. Are you bringing the family to that one? Or no, no, no. <laughs> I think that was the rule all along, right? I don't know. Actually, but, I, might bring, I might bring Beckham. He, he should get a good firsthand look at what the, yeah. what the farm looks like at I, an early age. I'm going to need an on-site IV. How, how, I'm sure that's going to be available nowadays, yes, right? Yes, yes. Of course. It was available before. Remember, was I, it? I remember I had the first aid morning where... Someone no. almost could yeah. you go to could you go to yeah I remember there being first aid tents but I'm talking about I want something at the bus where yeah, I, where yeah, I we'll wake where I wake up it's like hey send me what you got in that little tube there and get me going yeah yeah I, me up. I don't know if I can even do what'd you say two nights two nights we used to do four yeah that's not happening God we could go in and play golf I cry go going in into golf. that I cry going into that festival it's so excited and I cry leaving because I was just. I was sad. You still had energy in the tank on day four of like you, if it had to go day five back in the day, you had one in you. You were the only one. Yeah, we were all out. As PJ would say, we're out of fun juice. <laughs> <laughs> I got a picture of the big guy at like Wendy's, like sitting like that, just done cold. But I'm excited for that so, festival. I'm down for yeah. that one up, Doug. I'm down. I know at Coachella. I'm not too. I'm not too happy about the Coachella. I'm gonna talk to my boy Stu about that. We're gonna need a sprinter van to the Rose Bowl, though, right? Yeah. So yeah. we got, let's get the Sprinter van lined up, ready to rock. Done. Do that. A couple of VIP passes, Sprinter van. Load it up with the with the ice and I love his lights. I don't know if I'll ever do Coachella again ever in my life. I would go out for well, the weekend. stagecoach. I would go out for the weekend, but I don't know if I'd actually go to the festival unless my Martin Jacket was playing or something. I think it would put on the you know the Air Force Ones and, and saddle up and go see what this cowboy festival is all about. I'm down for stagecoach. Yeah. I'm down. Um I want to talk uh, LA Chargers with you for a little bit here. These fucking guys. Like, I got to be honest. I didn't watch the second half. I was going into the Vegas Golden Knights game. But when when I left the Apex, they were up 24 nothing, 27 nothing. Can yeah. you walk me through it a little bit? Were you watching it? Or, like, how do you collapse that fucking? I saw the end. No. But by the end, it was already over. Like, both just throwing his bucket. The penalty was ridiculous. I'm like, what's going on here? So funny enough, you walked into a Vegas Golden Knights game after the first half. I walked into Avatar. I had three hours with my 3D goggles on. I ate chocolate mushrooms. I bought, snuck a bottle of wine in, of no. course. Why wouldn't you? 
And I sat and enjoyed Avatar 2 at its finest form. It was awesome. That big Edwards Theater is the best in Newport Good Beach. Seats. And anyway, so I had the, but I, I did put the phone on in front of me. I put the red light, you know, took off the, the bright lights. I put the red light on. I'm watching the game. And sure as shit, the Chargers just let the boys come back and abuse them. And Fuck. it came down to the final, like final play. It was amazing. Speaking of mushrooms, did, Lord, did, did, did Lawrence take mushrooms at halftime? He went from throwing four picks to yeah. throwing four fucking TDs. Like, what did they say Still to him? Still undefeated on Saturdays in his whole what'd career. What did they say to him? Or like, what adjustments think, do you make? I don't think you make any adjustments. You I saw Peyton Manning come out and say this whole thing on coaches coming in and, and saying they make adjustments in half. All we do is take a piss, have a couple oranges, and we get back out there and we play. It's just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? It was great. You guys well, see that? Epic. Yeah, did he say that? Yeah, he's like, yeah. all this talk, like coaches make adjustments in half. He's like, we all just take a piss, we eat some oranges, and we get back out there on the field, and we just continue to play. Like, there's no, oh, my God, look at these view like this and that and this. Wow. Even and if that's you coming from the guy that actually probably – used as many iPads as anyone. Even if it. you threw four fucking picks, you still just say, hey, don't worry about it, boys. We're going to go take a piss here. Hey, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Let me just run a little slot there next time. Buddy. We'll, be okay. we'll be all right here, buddy. We're down 27. Let me take a piss. We'll be all right. What's worse, throwing four picks or missing four extra points? I mean, that guy. <laughs> that guy might have been on more than mushrooms. He was just shanking them. Oh, I fucking drank the Kool-Aid. I was like, Tom Brady, he's going to keep too, it buddy. close. I did before yeah, kicks, he's not going to be. He's out of a job after this. He's done. The By the way, that tweet from Jerry Jones saying, "Like if you're in the building, and, if you're in the <laughs> building and you can kick one extra point, we got a jersey for you." That was all time. Come on in. But it, it wasn't real, right? Dude, there's no way. I was fucking dying when I read that. Oh my god, I thought it was real. Did the Buccaneers score 14 points? I didn't even know they got that. I mean, I turned it off after. It no, was, they got the second know, half over. In the Thank last two minutes. God, no shit. Two touchdowns in the last like two minutes of the game. I needed it for the over in the second half. Because I was like, you know, that Tom's not going to, they're A, not going to pull Tom Brady, right? They're not going to pull him in this game. And he's going to play till every last, you know, ounce. Man, they almost came back. Evans missed that ball with, with a minute and just under the two-minute warning. I mean, I turned it off in like the he third threw, quarter. He threw a bomb that almost got, it would have been, it would have made a two point, two score game with a minute and 50 left. So, I mean, there, anything could have happened. And like two guys before that, they had gotten stopped in the red zone. So like yeah. they convert on like on yeah. four downs. So they convert on a touchdown They got an there. onside kick and they then an, next yeah. play just missed, dropped his hands. It was another. No shit. Yeah, it was I turned it off. Yeah. I fucking had it seen it off. What do you think Brady does? Is he done or what? Like if, it'll be, I think Brady goes to either Miami or Las Vegas. That's my call. He's 45. He'll be 46 He's going to sign a one-year ticket in either 46. Vegas. Vegas or, uh, yeah, I know. There was a tweet by Ryan Clark that said, I would not sign Tom Brady to my team. Like, this has got to be a little bit on Tom here, right? Like, I think he's, like, fucking done, no? I mean, he's throwing wounded ducks out there like it's going out of style. He wasn't exactly throwing wounded ducks. I would. He I wasn't would exactly fucking slinging it either. Yeah. No, but if you put him in a good O line again, and he can pick, like he starts to hit receivers, and imagine him and Devontae Adams, or yeah. or he's, him and he's or him and Tyreek Hill, and like, who knows? I mean, but yeah. so you think they need a quarterback? Miami needs a quarterback, and so does now. So does Vegas. And Aaron Rod, who would you pick, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? If you could pick one. <laughs> I'd pick, I'd pick to go it. out with or play uh, Tom Brady to go to a party with maybe is he, hey, Tom where are you taking a snipe I don't know where you're going yeah yeah single Tom too. I would say Tom Brady more because he's a better pro I think he takes care of his body better than Rodgers I think he's in better physical shape than Rodgers right now I think Rodgers has a better arm than him but I think Brady takes the game more serious than Rodgers and that's just for, uh, for me as a guy who does a fuck all about football I think I think you put Aaron Rodgers at a Green Bay and you might get an entirely different Aaron Rodgers I think he's just like get me the f 
out of here. Yeah, he looked, that that w- he looked that way when he left. Like, imagine he's in Vegas and, like, every game is, like, a Raider uniform on. Or Yeah, that, that to me, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Am I it'll, be inter- it'll be no. interesting to see. We got some good divisional games up, dog. Fucking Chiefs-Jaguars. Yeah, I think the Chiefs lay the wood to them. But Giants-Eagles. Can the New York football Giants I think they upset can. the Eagles? I would uh, it fucking sucks, love it. The Giants always have these, like, Shitty teams that are like no star, like no. Well, okay, they got stars. They look pretty good. But I they, know, yes, kids, but they, the Vikings suck. But look though. at the the teams that won the Super Bowls. They beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowls, yeah. and they, their teams were like average. But they just got it. They find a way to get it done. It's like G men football. It's yeah, not it's going to be a great atmosphere though. Giants yeah, Eagles I'd in love Philly. To be at that game. God, you could go to that game, huh? You could get tickets to that game in a second. I know, but I mean, I'm not flying to Philly. You nuts, January. You're the one that said you wanted to go. Not no, me. but I mean, like, if I had to be Dude, in Philadelphia, go, if there was a hot tub time machine, take me right to Lincoln, Lincoln Park. I, I if mean, you had a private plane, would you go? I would probably take that private plane to Columbia first. I would not. <laughs> I would not That's the upshot I love. I would not go to Philadelphia. Bengals, Bills, one of my teams is going to be out. I think I, I think I got more confidence in the Bengals right now than the Bills up. Hmm. I don't know. Let's predict a couple wins here. Who's, what, better? What who's, Wait, better? who's better, the Bengals or Bills? Who do you think? I think the uh, oh God. I think the Bengals are better, and it sucks to say. Fuck, I have to agree with you. Let's look at. I'm going to do some picks right here. Pick away. I'm going to go Jags Chiefs. I'm going to say Chiefs minus eight and a half. I'm going to say 27, 23 Chiefs. Okay. Giants Eagles. I'm gonna, what do you think the line is in this game? What do you think the line is in, this, in the well, what Giants is, Eagles game? Guess the Giants Eagles game. What do you think the line is? I think it's. Four. Eagles Seven minus. and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah. I kind of like the Eagles G-Man, could, I like Eagles the G-Man could to cover steam, that one. Eagles, I mean, they could steamroll me. How's his, how hurts his right wing, though? How's his wing feel? Yeah, but he's, he's running on three legs. This guy's got a, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a massive wrench on him. I think he's just going to be buzzing, bud. The old uh, tripod out oh, there. He's running with three legs. I like the G-Man to cover that, though. I just think a fucking... Huh? I've learned to like yeah. these teams that play three times in a year, like even the Ravens, right? The Ravens played Bengals for the third time and they kind of knew what was coming, right? Like, I don't know. I just think that I think the G-Man keep it close. Okay. So, so pick that game. What do you think? I, I'm not going to pick a score because okay. I'm just going to say they cover. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but you probably fade me. I would take the Eagles then. I, I'm going to take the Eagles. Hey, I'll Bear? buy a half point. Hey. How's that? I'll take, seven. take the fucking birds. Fade of the week. Fade of the right week, there. take it. Eagles minus seven and a half. I can take it. Okay, Bengals, Bills, what's the line? Is it a pick em? Although I bet on the G-Men earlier in the year, the fucking Eagles smoked them. But anyways, what's that? Bengals, Bills, is it a pick em? Minus five and a half on this side, on the DK side I'm looking. Minus half, five and a half favoring the Bills. Yeah, see, I, I, I think I'd bet the Bengals there. I think <sighs> I'd probably buy that to six and I'd, I'd take the Bengals. I'd have to agree. On the road, in buff, what's the weather? Doesn't matter. Burrow plays outside too. Is it? Is this a? Is this a rematch of last year? No. Okay. So sorry. No, my, KC beat Bills, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Bills minus five. How about if you like? How you like the Bengals? The money line plus two hundred on the DraftKings app. I mean, I don't know this game. I don't fucking know who to cheer for. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just hope they don't kick the shit out of each other too much. Like everyone gets hurt. Yeah. And both my bets are fucked. Oh, you got both going to the Super Bowl? I took the Bills at the start of the year to go gotcha. to the Super Bowl, and I took the Bengals at the start of the playoffs. Right? Both in the AFC, eh? Just a donkey. And then Cowboys-Niners minus three and a half. I don't know. God, this is going to be a know. good game. Purdy. 
Can he do it? Parsons is going to be bringing the heat. That Parsons is a game record. I know. Did he get hurt last game? He felt like it. I, he he stung hurt? in the second quarter. He got kind of stung, but it didn't stop him in the third and fourth. He was all over Tom Brady. I just, they're hit or miss. Yeah. That Pollock's badass. Ezekiel Elliott Bad. sucks. Who do you mean, Pollock? Tony Pollard? Pollard is Pollard. The, the Pollard. running back? Yeah. Pollock. Yeah, he's back. Pollock. Pollock, yeah. right? Pollard. Pollard. P-O-L-L-A-R-D. The yeah, running back, sorry, Pollard. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. Pollard. He's I think nasty. he's nasty. nasty. He's their best, like, he's their best player. He's a weapon. Yeah. I mean, those are good games. It'll be interesting to see. Um, Updog, this guy, Cliff Kingsburg. I don't know if you remember seeing him last year at the Waste Management. Has one of the most hottest girlfriends. Kings, I don't know, Kingsbury? Kingsbury. Yeah. Has one of the hottest girls I've ever seen. I don't know if he's still dating or not, but anyways, oh, he got to remember him. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 He got fired and he went loophole style. He said, fuck it. I got a one way <laughs> ticket to Thailand. Did you boys see this? I, I fucking want great. Good on him. Totally. I'm out of here. It's I'm winter time there. here. I'm he's going a, there. I'm out. Just I'm out. Block the noise. I think that's a great way to do it. Like just, I'm out of here. I'm heading to Thailand. I ain't coming back. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> It'd be fun to see if he doesn't want to come back to his sick pad in Scottsdale or whatever. He, he does just have wants, a sick pad there. I'm sure. No. I mean, he's fucking head coach of the he Cardinals. Got kind of a bat. I mean, I don't know how good of a coach he is. Again, we're, we're, we're talking on football here like we're experts, but I, I just think he got kind of a bad bounce, right? Like, yeah, I just I think mean, Kyler Murray got, I don't know, like, I, I think he'll bounce back somewhere, but go take the year in Thailand and get some massages. J.J. Watt was hurt all year, and so was Kyler Murray, right? It's like. Kyler Murray was banged up, and they're just. They stink. Yeah, they stink. They stink. It's tough, you know. Anyway, they're playing in Glendale. That think, place stinks. What do you think he's doing in Thailand already? I'm a little jealous he's over there. <sighs> he's probably getting a lot of rubs. <laughs> and he's probably drinking the Mai Tais. Is that yeah. what you drink over there, Mai Tai? Yeah, right? Is that what they drink in Thailand? Yeah. Probably drink drinking a lot wine? of soups. Yeah, I don't know. I have no desire to go. I want full to go, moon parties. Uh, that's what I wanted to do when we were younger. Yeah. I wanted to go to the full moon parties, but to actually go, he's over, probably trying to clear his mind against some psychedelics. Yeah, for sure. You know? He's like, what was I thinking running that third and seven there against fucking? <laughs> yeah. Give me a shot. You just need a re- <laughs> like they say, reset. Reset. This is I've, a reset. I've heard that fucking know, word yeah. a lot lately, but uh, <laughs> some sad news here, up dog. Before we we move on to talk a little hockey here, um, Gino Olczyk, uh Canucks legend. Guy that came in and out of the room a lot when I was there. Great guy. Uh, fan favorite. Played the game the right way. Chuck sure and did. Duck. There was a video. Chuck and Duck. Chuck and Duck. There's a video of his jersey coming off. He's out there with no tarp on, running around, skating around. Uh, I can't stress how much enough people in Vancouver, how much they love this guy. So to him and his family, to the Vancouver Canucks fans, uh, as an ex-player, I just wanted to give my condolences, condolences to Gene Olject and his family. Updog, he was uh, he was a Canucks legend. Yeah, he was. Um and that's well said. I just wanted to, I, you know, I grew up Western Canada and I played in Kamloops my, my junior career just up the road from Van. Um, you know, those, I, I think of him, I think of like him protecting like Pavel Bure, man. And Pavel yeah. was like one of my favorite players. And knowing that he was that team guy that a guy like Bure trusted to watch his back. And then a guy that went out and scored goals and those playoff runs back in Pacific Coliseum, I always remember the old school jerseys, Kirk McLean and Tendy. Yeah. Um, Great unis. Great uni. So, I mean, it sucks when we lose legends like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. he was a great, and he come in the room and always joke around with the boys. So, to the uh, Gino and his family, our condolences for missing curfew. We'll be right back. Welcome back to missing curfew. Curfew cup up, dog. I gotta talk a little curfew cup to these guys out there that are listening that are thinking about playing this fucking tournament. I can't <laughs> stress to you guys enough how much pride me and Uppy are taking in and making this national league. 
Like I get it, right? It, it's it, it is what it is right now, and I think it's tough times for everyone involved. And and it's, you know, some people probably think it's overpriced, and other guys think, you know, the old lady won't let him go. Right? <laughs> well, that's the more important. Like, listen, part. your wife won't let it's you go. What's called I a hall fucking pass. get it here at Hall Pass hall Media. Pass we media. call it getting a hall pass. You need right? a fucking hall pass, all right? Do you need me to call your old lady? All right, like, I'll talk her. Tell her, talk her, like, listen, they can't like you that much that they don't want you going away to Vegas. Listen, you're not. It's not like any of you guys. Reverse are, psychology. <laughs> they, they pretend like they don't want you to go. Meanwhile, they want you to go. Yeah, they want you out of there. Totally. But uh, I just want to send a serious note, though. Like, it's going to be first class all the way. You're not going to touch your gear. You're going to have your own rooms. We have players' rounds, uh, your own jerseys from Verbero, swag from us here at Missing Curfew, uh, full bar upstairs. Everything's going to be shot by Hall Pass Media. We're going to have an on-site stage set up. Stage, is that the right word, Up Dog? Stage or podcast? Yeah, yeah. platform. Platform, yeah, thank you. Whatever. Work. You guys are going to sit down and shoot the shit with us. You're going to get all kinds of content. And it's a little pricey, but we this is what we this is what we believe in, and it's gonna be it's gonna be national beyond belief. But me and the up dog, we've been sitting around talking about it because we got some teams that are on the fences. We got some teams that are already in, some teams on the fences. So the teams that are already in, um, we're gonna give ten k to the winner up dog. Ten k. Me and you decided. Got you right guys out, out there, right out of our right out of me and the, the up dog's here. fucking pocket here. All right, you guys. Up I think there, that's well deserved. We want the listen, finals to be a complete. Yeah. You guys up there that said you could have made the NHL, but you fuck got fucked by your junior coach or your midget coach or this and that. Come down here and prove it to the boys. You get ten thousand dollars, American dollars. We're going to give them up. So American in cash. dollars. You can bring it right to the in cash right to the casino. Yeah, to do what you want with. This is how much me and you believe in this tournament. Ten k to the team that hoists that fucking cup. I think you need to touch on too, like, you know, the stays, the hotel. We're working on hotels. We are working on hotels. Our boys hooking us up at, at one of the, you know, big, big yeah. uh, hotels there. We're not going to name which one yeah, just currently, but we're working on that to give you guys a special price on that. We got an eight, we, we bought an Airbnb for the weekend for us. So there's those around. We get the cash prize. We got great companies jumping on board to help yeah. out. Uh, but like you said, our pride goes into making this feel like you're in the national league we're gonna both be there i'm bringing my gear i'm gonna play with whoever whoever gets the most drunk the night before and loses a guy maybe at the rhino or whatever i might just <laughs> jump in there and play a couple shifts with you boys yeah your, your gear's gonna be there and yeah. I, it's a good point by you and, and like the people you're gonna meet at this tournament too right like we've been lucky enough through our ventures through hockey to, to meet great business people that have helped us out after life after hockey sorry after life after hockey we're still learning how to do business right now but basically what i'm saying is hockey has introduced us to places has taken us places this tournament it's gonna to be a bunch of cool people who knows who you're gonna meet 10k to the winning team and i can't stress enough boys it's gonna be legit right ups like it's gonna be as legit as we could possibly make it i'm gonna be there hustling working i'm not playing but i'm gonna be there hustling working with with a hall and hall pass media we'll be shooting content but we wanted to give out because we know it's a little pricey 10k if you can win the fucking thing i like it so i don't know I, what else can we what my, else can we do i mean I buy my team myself i might fucking put a team in <laughs> i might have to put a team in no so listen we we have we do have some locked in teams we need a few more yeah um so you know hit us up if yeah. you need anything we'll jump on a call with you guys we'll explain things we got a couple calls today yeah and if, if, if it's you guys out there that your wives aren't letting you i just gotta tell you give your balls a tug you know hey <laughs> i gotta tell you i gotta tell you as a single guy sitting here come on Vegas, <laughs> fucking, it's National League weekend. 
Tell her she can go to the spa next week. How's that work up, Doug? You, you know, I don't know how yeah, that works. Yeah, well, it's, you give and you get, you know. <laughs> Just you know, spend a little extra time down there, boys, if you know what I mean. We would love to have you guys. And that meetup, Doug, thought that was a nice touch. So 10 grand to the winning team. I'm telling you, fellas, listen to me. Me and the updog promise you. Nationally, we say that more than anybody. It's going to be National League. So um, speaking of National League, my boy sitting across from me looking sharp, um, as always. Friday night lock of the night, updog. You're 7-1. You took the Devils over the Ducks. I took the Penguins over the Jets. It wasn't even close. I'm 6-4. and four. Listen, this is how good of a team guy you are. There's not a lot of games on Friday night, right? There so Ma- Maxi came up with a great idea. We're going to do the Saturday night lock of the week, lock of the week, just so we get heard it here. Ding ding ding. There's only two Saturday ga- night lock of the week. There's only two games on Friday this week, so yep. it's like fuck. I mean, and listen, I'll be honest. I'm struggling a little bit. I need some more options, up dog. I'll find out. <laughs> say it. I need some more fucking options. Okay, that might be good or bad, my friend. And seeing how you're seven and one, <laughs> more options, eh? Trying to close one. That's the deal. I, I just it, need eh? a win to get on the fucking board here. Look at how many games are on Saturday. Maxi, great idea. Look at how many games there are. Let me count them. One. 12 games? There's 12. Lots, lots of games. Lots of games. God, Give I me can't. a second here, up dog. I got to really I'm just think about up. Like Sabres, Ducks. I mean, that one jumps out. That, put, that, put, that one jumps out to me. Stars, Coyotes. I want to get like, I don't want to get like a minus 300 for the boys either up. You know what I'm saying? Totally. But at the same time, I need a fucking win. I need a win. All right, I'm gonna go. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm I'm gonna go. This is how gun shy I am, up dog. I I still don't have the guts to pull the trigger here. I'm gonna take the Dallas Stars at home against the Arizona Coyotes. Sorry, boys. I got I got to take a shirt thing. Dallas Stars at home against the Arizona Coyotes Saturday night. Lock of the week. Who you got up, dog? I have. I'm going to give the boys a twister here. I am taking the. Hmm, let's see. God, we got to do the odds with this because these are great. I know. I don't know if we. Let's see. Yeah, we, we, we have to start looking at the odds too, yeah. right? I, I don't know if they're out that this far up. I'm going to take Alex Ovechkin and the Capitals. On the road in Las Vegas against the Golden Knights. How's that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. They'll that's, be underdog. I'll tell you that's a good pick because I almost took. I almost took Vegas over Washington. So I like you going with the Capitals. There you go. Because I'm went, giving them. And how about this? I'm going to give an underdog bet every time. Give an underdog bet. That's what I'm saying. They're going to be underdog there. That they will be. That they will be. Well, when you're sitting seven and one, you can take that chances. I'm six and four here. I'm trying to make the fellas some money. So yeah, lock of the week. Dallas Stars at home against the Arizona Coyotes, and the up dog is taking a little rematch to the Stanley Cup final from two thousand. I can't remember, but nineteen. There you go. Blues Caps, one and eighteen. Yeah, Caps at home against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, our first segment, this guy Fox, brought to you by our good friends at Life Force. Life Force promo code curfew. I got my Life Force right here, by the way. There you go. What do you got in there? What do you got? I have um, I have a DHA pill. Yeah. I have Peak Rise. That's in the morning. It gives you all your essentials. Sweet. Uh, I have a NMN, which is a uh, cellular drug. It activates your cells, keeps you young. That's what we want to do as we get older. By the way, fire me one of those. And then I have. uh, (laughs) I'll, I'll give you the batch. And then this is a fish oil. Fish oil's good, eh? Fish yeah. oil's good for everything. Being a lot of meat lately. Red meat? Yeah, red meat. Is that good for you? You're going to get the fucking gout. 
Gout? No, no, no. The king's disease. I'm doing this like fruit and meat kind of thing. It's carnivore day. Oh, yeah. You feel like you're getting a little chunkier while we No, <laughs> I just want to fucking lean up. I get my carbs with my fruit. Lean up? Yeah. Look how lean you are already. Lean Fuck, up. I worked out twice this week. So the life where I do the I life force with this fucking, I try to eat as much red meat as I can and mix in the berries and the fruit, bananas. And that's what I'm sticking to. And then I eat ice cream. That's my one fault. Ah, there's the body. Listen, you can afford the ice cream. Huh? You can afford the ice cream. All right. I keep the ice cream going. But So my, this guy Fox, listen, we talked about this. You heard, you heard it here on Missing Curfew. These fucking iPads. Well, John Tortorella, like him, love him, hate him. He doesn't give a fuck what you think about him. He has banned the iPods from the Philadelphia Flyers bench. So Torts, that's to me doing some fucking, I love it up dog. I saw one highlight where they showed the Capitals bench. The guys are looking down at their iPad like they're fucking looking at porn. And I look over the other bench and there's two guys breaking it down. Like, hey, up dog, that was my guy. Should have went over there and had him. To me, that's still a big part of the game, Uppy. Yeah. Me and you breaking it down. Now, do I think taking the iPods off the bench is John Torrella being John Torrella? Maybe. But you still just want to communicate about, you know, looking out of the ice and say, you know, that was my guy there. It's stupid. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dumb. You prep before games, you go in, your PK meeting is all about, these are their tendencies. Once the game starts, the game is on. Pay attention to the game. Talk to your teammates. Support your teammates. Like you just said, if one guy fucks up, tell them what's going on. Tell them that they're D or jumping yeah. back door. Yell from the bench. Talk on the ice. You know what it's like in practice. If you're not talking, you smack your say, let's go. Let's fucking talk. It's all about communicating. Right? I just see them looking at it by themselves too, right? If there's two guys, there's two guys looking looking at it. He's like looking at, ah, should I went top glove there? Should I went low blocker? What's the goal he did? Like, shut up. Yeah. Fucking hit the net. (laughs) I agree. You know? Don't look now, but the Flyers are like 19. They're like five points out of a playoff spot. They're not not going to get in, but they're playing good. They got their asses kicked by Boston the other day. Well, everyone gets their asses kicked by Boston. Right? Everyone. Yeah. I mean, those guys are insane. Uh, Another guy that fucks, uh, our boy Frosty. Great to see him. Had a great dinner with him. Had a dinner with him and a a couple of the players. I've been hard on the Devils. I, I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm jumping on board. I love Frosty so much. Spending time with him, getting to know these two guys that came to dinner with us. The one guy paid for the dinner. They went in and beat the shit out of the fucking ducks the next night. Sure I'm on board. The yeah. New Jersey Devils are doing some fucking up. I'm, well ju- I'm, ju- I'm jumping on board. Well said. I'm jumping on board. Oh, Lindy Ross got the boys just fucking howling over there too. How great is Frosty though? Frosty's the best. That was a great dinner, wasn't it? I text the guys after and I said, you don't know right now in the, in this current state of your career what it means to have frosty on your team totally he's there's no other equipment guy that is like him either never be he's he's the man him and moods were great i had him both in nashville and then in florida i spent almost 10 years of my career with those two guys i i said enjoy it enjoy having a guy that cares about his teammates like we'll do anything for you whether totally. it's whether it's you know He'll send you a poster of your favorite band on your birthday. He'll send your kid, when you have a new kid, a little fucking outfit with Bruce Springsteen on it. He's he's very thoughtful. Um, he's got two beautiful kids, beautiful wife. He's been in the league forever. I think he said he owns 2,000 games. I don't want to give this away, Frosty, oh, but you're the fucking that. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of matches. A lot of matches. 2,000. I mean, and he's been around forever. Stanley Cup under his belt in Detroit. Who yeah. knows? Maybe another one soon here in New Jersey. But they are doing some fucking. Jack Hughes is is buzzing. Yeah, they're just and kids. It, great. I just the D I, are great. I've been hard on them for I don't know what reason I've been hard on them for. And then just seeing Frosty again, I'm like, I'm not going to cheer for this team. So yeah. keep doing some fucking boys. Want to give some love to you know the, the, the we don't give a lot of love to meat sticks on this point. Well, we try to, I guess, right? We try to. But anyways, Curtis McDermott, this guy. 
He was doing some fucking the other night against the Florida Panthers, had two assists and a fight, played a great hockey game up dog, came in for the Avalanche who are banged up and played unbelievable. They still ended up losing that game to the Panthers, but I just thought, listen, it's not easy to jump in and out of the lineup. So, Curtis McDermott, good on you, buddy. Two assists in a fight. I'm like, got to give this guy some love when it comes yeah. to this guy fucks. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, And then the Kraken, your boy Jaden Swartz. Seven games. They just swept the seven-game road trip. I don't know if that is, like, I mean, what fucks more than that up, Don? Nothing. But First time ever in the history on a seven-game roadie, they win every game. Vince Dunn's been playing great. Their goaltending's been good. That McCann... You see those shots? You see that game against Chicago, the hat trick he had in the first period? Man, I, it's just His like... fucking laser beam of a snapshot. Um, <laughs> laser beam. Schwartz, our boy, just got hurt. He's, uh, he's, oh, no. he's out. He's going to be in town this weekend, though. I'm gonna, Is he out for a bit? I'm not sure. Knowing that little tough bugger, it won't be out too long, but he's, uh, he got hurt. Like, look at this Pacific division here. I mean, Seattle's two points behind Vegas. Los Angeles, two. Edmonton's starting to come. Calgary's right there. I mean, Seattle's not going anywhere else. I've been waiting for him to fade. They can just score fucking goals at will. Yeah. It is crazy. Man. Yeah, Matty Bernier's kids. Yeah. He's going to win the fucking, he's going to win the Calder. He is, he? right? Yeah. Well, it appears that way. Like number 10 on the team. He looks good. Looks he's got good, good style out there, so. Uh, this guy Fox presented by our good friends at Life Force Updog is banging down the pills here in the studio. The promo code is it's curfew. Curfew, baby. Milk carton Updog. Every week I got some milk cartons. I took it easy this week. I don't have as many. This one I'm looking at it from a perspective of as players, I would have loved it, right? These little two-game in-series they have. I'm like, yeah, as a player, you give me a couple extra nights in a good city. I like it during the regular season. To have the Calgary Flames play two games in St. Louis, I guess it takes away travel. But to me, up dog, I don't like it. I'm putting the two little home game mini-series in the regular season on the milk carton. Because it wasn't like back in the day. If I could tune in the second game and I knew there was going to be a fucking tilt, I would love it. But I tuned in the second game and it's just as fucking boring as the first game. So let's mix it up a little bit. And yeah. I think for betting purposes, it's not ideal either, is it? It's a good question. I, I like it. Look, I, I grew up Fort Mac playing junior in the Oil Barons. We live way the fuck north, right? Teams used to come in. We play a Saturday night game at 8 p.m. Then we play another game at 2:30 the next afternoon, and then the team would go home, fucking you know, ice bags on, licking their wounds because we kicked the shit out of them both games, back to back. I was kind of used to it, and in junior hockey, that's what you did. In the dub, you did a lot of it. Do I think it's? Yes, times have changed. There's no wars anymore, really. But if there was, you know, now I'm speculating. But if you went out and you did something to some player in game one and thought you were going to be able to hide behind you know a 48 game window window you don't you got to face the music the next day yeah no that that's a big you do factor. something dumb you score a goal and you showboat a little bit and some guy goes oh fucking knock this kid's head off you know i don't know maybe it can add an element of like uh chippiness you know, yeah, you, you know that I'm you got these that. guys for 120 minutes, right? I'm all for that. And then it's it's more of like a long mental game. It's more chess than checkers. It's more, but, you know, and each goalie probably gets to play each game. I don't know. Is there a day between each game? Are they playing there's back a day, to back? No, there's a day between each game. So guys are so going fuck out. Up. Get, from they're play, going out getting licked. From a player's then, perspective, yeah. it's, a, it's a dream come true. You're going to give me four nights in the city? Yeah. Come on. Fuck it. Guys have a few girlfriends on the road. I mean, listen, I, a, couple, a couple of times I fly, I'd be like, God, I need, just need one more night. Just one more night. Depends boys. what one city they're night. into, right? Big time. 
I don't want to get caught in Columbus for two days. No, <laughs> Four days. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want that. Four days. Now, would I like <laughs> New York or would I like, you know, Tampa or Phoenix or Nashville? There's lots of great cities in there where you could, you know, different restaurant every night, maybe go see a show, maybe, you know, do something yeah. in the city you wouldn't be able to do. That, that, that would be that would be appealing to me. I think if if the NHL is looking at it from that perspective of let's try to bring some chippiness to the back half of the game, then I'm all for it. I, I've yet to see it. Or? I've yet to see it. Or there are cities where, you know, maybe a lot of the fans would like to go travel to. So Pittsburgh comes to Nashville. Sidney Crosby plays two back-to-back -back games. Everyone in Pittsburgh's like, you know, let's make a trip down to Nashville. Now, it's Nashville's a team. It's hard to get an, a, a ticket as a visiting fan. They do a pretty good job of keeping just yellow jerseys in that crowd. I'd say you would you would attest to that. Oh yeah, uh, but there's certain cities where a lot of the fans might want to travel to. So it, there's there's an option there. A lot, a lot of Canadian teams in the middle of winter they go down and play Phoenix. Yeah, fucking how many people would not you know jump on a bandwagon and fill the old Mullet Arena you, up with Edmonton fans? You just teed me up for my next milk carton. Uh, it involves the Vegas Golden Knights. I was at the game. It was 2 nothing before I got to my fucking seat at the old MGM suite, and there was Oilers fans everywhere. Everywhere, buddy. There was orange jerseys everywhere. Did it you was, take that first period it was, it was. I did not get I the was, first period When over. I saw the score early, I was like, oh, at least he's a... He's a I did not. Know. I hit a first period over uh, last night, though, two and a half minutes in the Florida-Toronto game. Shout out Tom Riley. Good call, fella. I'm going to put the Vegas Golden Knights on the milk curtain, and I'm not just... It, it's just out of sheer... It's just out of concern. I'm concerned. And I picked them at the start of the year. They got hot. They've battled some injuries. Stone's hurt again. They have a two-point cushion now in the Pacific Division. So I'm just hoping to give them a little bit of a curfew bump here. But I'm starting to get a little concerned about the Vegas Golden Knights. I've watched them play a lot the last month. There's been some stuff creeping into their game that I haven't liked. Logan Thompson... Not exactly fucking Fuck, standing once he on got his head. Picked, once he got picked for the All-Star. Yeah, like you couldn't expect a rookie to continue to... Yeah. Right? It's hard to be a number one goal in the NHL. Leonard so files bankruptcy. Leonard's <laughs> lost 50 bananas. I mean, we should put him on the... Put Leonard on the yeah, milk card. Right? Sorry, like, Leonard. You're put on Leonard the on the milk card. What the hell are you doing? Snake farms? 50 bananas. What Is that the, what it was? Huh? 50 Exotic mil? pet farm? Is that what he Something filed like for? That. 50 mil? Yeah, 50 million plus. <laughs> That's not perfect. That's not perfect. So Vegas, come on, baby. I'll give you a little curfew bump, but you're on the milk cart right now. You're only two points ahead of the Seattle Kraken. Like, fuck me. Seattle's what buzzing. is going on with the NHL? They got Gino. Gino I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, up dog. I got no idea what's going on. So, hey, we talked about Connor Bedard. I just wanted I wanted to get your comments because you, you, you gave a good breakdown of him last week, and I heard Patty Kane talk about him. And Patty Kane said this about him. I think the thing with him is how he moves so well laterally. Everyone talks about his shot and his ability to shoot from different angles and off off of a different foot each time. But, oh, man, the way he moves laterally gives him space to be able to do stuff, so it's pretty impressive. To hear a guy like Patty Kane say that about Connor Bedard, I guess answers my question about speed, right? If Patty Kane sees that already, like, listen, this kid, the way he can kind of maneuver his way through, I guess what I'm saying is shut the fuck up, Bobes. This kid is going to be all right. Because yeah. I thought speed would be an issue, and then I heard Patty Kane say this. And I was like, well, if Patty thinks it's going to be, you know, that's what he sees him. Yeah, well, I mean, Patty Kane was the same way when he came in the league. He wasn't overly fast, but it was impossible to hit him. And he always had the puck on his stick and he always made the right play. And he loved big moments. This is exactly what Connor Bedard's doing, just on a little more like new age level. Yeah. Like the way uh, the, the highlight to that interview was him walking a blue line 
for like his fourth goal of the game in the Regina Pats game. And he was doing, he was doing these crossover zobes that was just like, I've never seen it before. His legs were like, it was like, a McCar- <laughs> it was like a McCarr McDavid combination. So you're seeing how well-rounded he is. You're seeing how he's got this evolutionized shot that has Austin Matthews to it. It has a Stamkos to it. It's, you know, he's starting to really bring all the skills together in a, in a young 17, 18 year old kid. And, yeah. and guys like Patty Kane are calling it out for what it is. It's fucking pretty amazing. Yeah. And I'm all for people slowing the game down. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I want the game to slow down. Like, yeah. I mean, have you watched McDavid right now, bro? Yeah. It is. And Maxine Bigger, I think these guys talk about him every night, every week. Well, but it's just what he's doing. It's insane, man. Yeah, like, his goal it, last night and the insane. one he almost set up Kane on, he blows through the neutral zone and beats these guys one-on-one. Like, it's nothing. It's <sighs> nothing. Like, I always wonder, like, how much better could he get, right? And, and just this year, it's like, I mean, he's got fucking, like, his, no, his numbers. Have you, he's got 38 goals. He's 12 goals away from. He's got 84 points already. Yeah, yeah. 84. I know. That's crazy. He's got 14 more than Dreisaitl. He's got. 22 more points than Kucherov. If you think Kuch is a fucking pretty good player. Pasternak, we were talking about, he's got 22 points more than Pasternak. Like, what he's doing right now is, to me, is absolutely insane. But uh, he was fun to watch live in T-Mobile, man. Yeah. He was buzzing. Oh, All those fans were there just getting pinned. It was great. It was great. Any curfew fans there? Uh, I don't know. I made a really sneaky entrance. I got. I came in. I was in and out. How were the seats? Good Unreal. Scene. MGM yeah. suites. Unbelievable. Oh, you were in the ones we sit in. Yeah, nice. Yeah, shout out Tom Riley. Actually, Billy Quinn's boy, Thomas, hooked it up. Guy from Houston. Great dude. Sweet. Hooked him up. Sweet. Yeah. So we just kind of came in, but I didn't really see too many too many fans. Did you get the, the second period burger? Steak Shack. Yeah. No, no, not Steak Shack. Shake Shack? Shake Shack. Yeah, burger. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. That's the best place to watch a hockey game. It is. Where it is, yeah. I'm worried about them, though. I'm worried about them. I hope they get it figured out. Rumor Mill presented by our good friends at Canada's promo code Curfew Cali. Uh, LA Kings have been linked to uh, Provorov from Philly, man. David Pendulum. He's found himself in the news these days. He has found himself in the news, but I think if you can get Provorov in LA, oh man, he's a good demon. I think he's one of the best demon available. Names getting thrown around yeah. anyway. Big time. You know, Big him time. and Hazy have been thrown around. Uh, the old Philadelphia Flyers. And this is that you teed me right up. Carolina yeah. Hurricanes have been linked to Kevin Hayes. I think it's a great, I think that's another great fit. I think bringing in Pacioretty gives them more offensive ability. You bring in Kevin Hayes, helps your power play, gives you another skillful guy. Because like we've said for the last couple of years, Carolina could be, again, be the best team top to bottom. More skill does not hurt them. And Kevin Hayes would be a great yeah. fit there. Yeah. You can never have too many big centermans too. And then the Sharks are asking for three first-round picks, and they will uh, they will retain at least eighteen percent of Eric Eric Carlson's contract. Frank Cervelli, three first-rounders for Carlson. Does that not seem a bit higher? Good luck, boys. <laughs> I don't fucking know. He doesn't play. So eighteen percent of eleven and a half million. So he's they're gonna they're gonna maintain roughly two you know two and change. Who would change? Just so you're still gonna have to, you're still gonna have you need room for a nine and a half million dollar guy, and he's signed until I wrote this down. I don't think somewhere. he's gonna fucking. I can't see anyone trading from this year ups, right? Because his contract length, like we're about, you're about to find out. I think Carlson signed till 2025, 26. Yeah, he's I got don't know. Four years left. It'll be interesting to see the old rumor if that rumor comes true. And if you're San Jose, I mean. 
he puts people in the seats still, right? Like, don't you hang on to him for now and just like, hey, listen, we got the leading defense, you know, leading scorer. In yeah, defense. come watch him. Come watch him. Get your kids a jersey. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna watch f- him just toe drag everyone. He <laughs> should gonna, be a forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like he's. Just, I think if I'm the owner, I'm like, let's not get rid of this fucker just yet here. Let's just let him continue to dominate, and we'll reassess in the summer. I don't think Mike Greer. I don't know how much traction this is going to take, and I don't know how many teams really want Carlson's services right now for that. Yeah, but it'll, but time will tell. Uh, back up the Brinks truck, up dog. This kid fucking deserves it. Minnesota Wild signed Matt Boldy, seven years, forty nine bananas. Love this kid's game. Love Boston him. College guy, absolutely deserves it. I'm happy for him. Um, he was doing an interview and the boys were like yelling in the back, forty nine million. And he was like, you could see he was laughing, having a good time. But that that baby there is life changing to him. I'm happy for this kid. He plays hard. Yeah. Back up the fucking Brinks truck. Fella. Yeah, he does. Uh, so when he came on the scene, I like how he just uses his body. He gets to the net. He plays hard. He makes great plays. Um, the Minnesota Wild, I like the way their team's built. They're built on toughness. They got good D. Yeah. You know, goaltending, I think, has been a little bit of an issue the last little bit. But um, Bill Guerin's done a good job with that squad. And this kid deserves... Uh, you know, for a young kid who could have went into a bridge-type opportunity, I think they wanted to lock him up to see what money they have for other guys. And uh, this is a good deal for both sides. 49 bananas, that's nice, eh? Yeah, no shit. What the fuck kind of car are you getting in Minnesota with 49 bananas? Like a sick truck a fucking or something. Raptor. Raptor, right? Yeah. yeah. Sick Raptor. Big tires. Big old fucking <laughs> kind of shack big old wrench on the back. <laughs> kind of shack you getting in Mini. Probably a real big one for about what? <clears throat> Probably million eight, <laughs> million eight. You six bedrooms million on the eight, golf get course. Get your tub, whatever you need. Eh? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm talking. Anything else you want to touch on here before we get before we get to curfew calls, buddy? What anything else? Nah, this is good stuff. Anything else we want to touch on here? Uh, we got some curfew calls coming at you. Uh, I guess just to get on the curfew cup before we get going, in all seriousness, we're working on hotels. But the, the updog said about the the B, uh, Airbnbs. Stuff your whole fucking squad in there. I totally. mean, the houses in Summerline. I was just out there. They're fucking massive. You can fit your whole squad in there. And boom. There you go. Have a good time. That's what we're doing. Bring the entertainment over there. Yeah. That Summerline's nice, by the way. That's a nice little area to, in Vegas. Summerland. 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 Great what was I spot. Yeah. Summerland. But it's Summer. it's weird. It's Summerlin, L-I-N. Weird spot. It's nice, though. Yeah. I, that's, where I, that's where I might be looking at here. So, Maxi, what do we got here for... for uh, Curfew calls, fellas. Yeah, why don't you read, read it? the first one from Colin here? Up dog, you read it, bud. Yeah. It's right there. <clears throat> Colin. The little in the in the little uh little font. The little font here. Yeah. Read it away, fella. Colin Schwinn. Schwinny Schwinny Schwinn Schwinn. Schwinner. Hey fellas, thanks for answering my cue last epi. I'm going to sound like a dinosaur, but I thought a shootout is supposed to simulate an actual hockey play, in quotations, breakaway, not a skills competition. Goalies have zero chance for guys that are moving at two miles an hour, stick handling a million times. What your thoughts on adding a back checker that starts on the hash marks blue line or even the goal line to help bring a little pressure to speed it up and make it an actual hockey play? That was the old bag skating drill, remember? It was, yeah. And if you're playing pickup hockey or three on three, you fucking, the guy starts on the blue line and you chase him down. It's a great point. Summer skates. Right? If there was a penalty, wouldn't we do that in summer skates sometimes? I'd love to chase a guy down. You know how many broken legs would be? <laughs> do you know how many guys would be skating I, I, full blast at the goalie and I, trip and fucking wipe out the whole I was lot. just thinking, Colin. It's a demo derby. Well, listen, McDavid wouldn't have to worry about anyone catching him, so he wouldn't get hurt. But Colin, I like where your head's at. It's a good idea. 
But the NHL would never put their players in a position of where they're chasing something like that towards the end boards, towards Fuck the no. Fuck You're no. skating a million miles an hour trying to lean and jump at a yeah. guy's stick. And just the goalie break both his knees. At, you know, you'd go into the post a million miles an hour. It would be great TV. It's great TV. It'd be like that one uh, thing. You guys probably saw this online the other, the other week um, of the snowboarder going up the hill. And he was on the fucking trolley and he was, he had one foot off and the guy was videotaping from the chairlift and the fucking snowboarder fell, fell. And then he went down and wiped out the whole fucking hill. He, he took out 45 <laughs> on the people. T-bar. Yeah. yeah. He was on a T-bar. Oh, the old T-bar is dangerous. And fuck, he was strapped in and he came down. He wiped out like 40 skiers. It was the, f- I mean, his comedy. That fucking T-bar is a core workout. Get on one of those next time. Aspects. <laughs> fucking see how the core feels after that. On your groin. You're just fucking sitting on this little thing and you're just like, it's not perfect, bro. Listen, Colin, I, I think the fucking, I'm done with the three on three on the shootout. Too. I think it all sucks now. I watched the three on three game the other night where last night it was Phoenix and uh, who they beat? They, four, they, they beat Detroit. They beat four Detroit. four till someone scores. Fuck it. I mean, you know what? I got to give a shout out to Cooley. You made a good point. Like three on three, if you have the puck up B offensively, you can't take it out of your blue line. Yeah. If you do, woo whistle or whatever and they get the puck back so once you're in the blue zone once you're in the offensive zone you can't take it out yourself you gotta stay in there and make a play or the face off goes down in there in or the, the face off goes the other end or they get a break where the guy chases them down the ice <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I wanna go back to a good old fashioned tie cause when, when you tie in gambling do you get your money back if there's a tie well soccer they have ties but they still offer an overtime a little bit like extra time so if they went back go to go fucking 10 minutes of <laughs> of four on four, three on three, that'd be an extra, like that was Connor McDavid's point. He also just wants to get way more goals Fuck. and stockpile them up. The shootout's dumb. Right? I'm over the shootout. I just, they come in slow now. One on one. Put Colin, one on I one. I know what you're saying. Let's just put the nets on each side. Like when the, in the, bring the nets up to the blue line. Let's go. Yeah. Toe to toe. Hey, chin straps on. Let's see who fucking wins. Fuck, I miss that. Do you miss that? I've, I miss like I've the coach. I miss putting a lot the net in the corner. Today. I miss a lot of stuff today. Four or five pucks get shot out, and everyone's just whipping fucking high wristers. I, I'm dog, I would, I would like to just cross check someone right now as hard as I could to be honest. Don't cross check me, man. I'm no, sorry. no, you're I worked on, out the other you're day. You're on my I'm team. Fucking, I'm okay. on your fucking right. team. Good point. I fuck your mom. But today, in the last week, I, I, I would give a lot. I would give. I'd like to get out there and compete a little bit, but I would probably get roasted, so it wouldn't work out very well. But Colin, I love where your head's at, fella. Um, it's never going to happen, but uh, that's the stuff here at Curfew Calls we love. Maxi, do we have a call in, or is, are we just doing the one read? We got a couple calls. One, The first one here from Mike Mistretta, loyal listener here. Fellas, Mike here from St. Louis. Updog, you were my fucking guy when you were here. Uh, OB, my kind of player, man. You're the man. Having a cold one right now, pouring out the Jimmy Scoops. Mm. That's good. <laughs> Fellas, all right, so... A little bit of a hockey question for you. So I was, it feels like a million years ago, I had a high school hockey coach who was horse shit, but I had a midget major hockey coach. I played midget major at the same time, Central States, at, as I did hockey. It was essentially the same group of guys, except our high school hockey team was mediocre, and our midget major team was an absolute fucking wagon, winning national championships. A lot of us went on to play college hockey. I played overseas, yada, yada. But it was always funny to me that the same group of guys, essentially, can be such different and better players with a different coach. And that shitty coach, we called him Redbeard the Screamer because he was just a fucking mean, nasty son of a bitch. And the other guy was just a player's coach. 
So uh, wanted to get your guys' take on that. If you guys ever witnessed anything like that, thanks for everything you guys do. You guys are the fucking best. Always number one over here for you guys, St. Louis. Always, always. So, yeah, let me know if uh, you've ever experienced anything like that with a shitty coach. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Cheers. You got to talk about Sven Barchi. Oh, Barch, man. Because <laughs> he, he became a pretty good player. I still think that Bob Hartley crushed that kid to ever to reach his potential to what he was going to be. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, like, he was a first rounder. I don't know if he would ever pan out, but he could have been a legit good NHLer. So he was drafted Calgary. Yeah, first round. First yeah, round. So I played with him. I, I had him just a little in bit van. in van. Yeah. yeah. Damage was done by that. It was, yeah. He just abused him. Like, abused him. It was so fucking. Like, I was the only one that said anything. Like, I went up to some leadership guys there. I'm like, well, you guys just going to let this guy fucking abuse Barchi or what? Well, it's good for him. And he's, I'm like, the kid's fucking crying in the corner. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how good that is for him. Like, he's picking on the poor kid. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just to me. It's a, you know, we, we walked a fine line when we played, right? The things are much different now. We're obviously finding that out every day when we wake up and read the news. But, um, you know, coaches, they manage personalities. Personalities are part of sports. Everyone's got a different one. Uh, what makes guys tick is often different than what makes the other guy tick. Yeah. Um, you know, if I would talk personally about my experiences with coaches, I always respected the ones that, um, that were honest, totally. obviously. Right. If I'm not going to play, tell me why I'm not fucking playing. Don't yeah. give me bullshit. Rick bonus. Don't tell me two minutes before warmups. I'm not playing. Mm -hmm. I want to know, like, obviously before morning skate, um, you know, I dealt with this in Nashville as a young kid. David Poyle would pick the, you know, would pick the lineups. I yeah. was a rookie. If I played more than 10 fucking games, he'd have to pay me my whole salary for the year. I got fucked over three different times, three different times in a row as a young kid, not playing in enough games. So there was an issue there. Wasn't on Trotsy at the time, whatever. Um, Ken Hitchcock was honest. At the time I knew my role. I was playing in every game. Um, John Stevens was a great coach for us. Players Everyone coach. Him, yeah. yeah, players coach. We had told you how it is. He'd fucking, and he played hard and he was a minor league guy that came through and worked his balls off and now was a NHL coach and, and took kind of pride in that path to like, you know, being honest with the tough guys and being honest with the guy that's on the, you know, on the block and not playing a game or two. Anyway, so the honest, the honest coaches get more out of the players. Um, you know, that's yeah, yeah I, I agree. And pers you... personalities, yeah. The best coaches I've had know how to handle Scotty Upshaw compared to Shane O'Brien. You yeah. know, they know how to handle you know yeah. what you need and what you don't need. And I'm going to be honest, there's way more bad coaches out there than good coaches. There's a handful of good coaches out there. Mm -hmm. John Cooper, he's a fucking great coach, right? You, you know, a guy like Dallas Akins who has been through the ringer in Edmonton, went back down, came back up. I don't care what the Ducks' record is, Dallas Akins, good person, good coach. But over the type of my career. I had way worse ones than, than good ones to me. You know what I mean? Like, and then yeah. I just, it, it was what it was. Maybe I, I was unlucky a little bit, but Barry Trotz to me sticks out as a good one. Elaine Vigneault, as much as me and AV didn't see the IDI, he was a good coach. Joe Sacco, fucking terrible. Bob Hartley, embarrassing. I mean, you know, it just is, it is what it is. But you got to make the best of it when you do have a bad coach because there's no way. You can fucking do anything about it, up dog. Kevin Deneen. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. We all know Dino wanted to Oh, my God. Anyways, up dogs. always a pleasure being in the studio with you. Bengals, Bills, who wins? I'm putting my money on the Bengals. It sucks. I, I think Josh I'm Allen. I mean, I have a fucking Bills hat, but they cost me too much money this year. 
Hang on to that ball, Alan. I know you. Don't, I don't know if you're listening to Mr. Curfew or not, but hang on to it. Uh, Maxi Binger, Hall Pass Media. Thank you, fellas. Up dog, you the man. That was missing curfew, Bala.